Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. Who put this thing together? DJ Kev, DJ Zaya. That's who. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. You're never gonna be ready. Never, never. You're never gonna be ready 100%. You'll be waiting forever if that's what you're waiting for. So you have to get out there and get your hands dirty and go out there and put yourself out there and you'll learn and you'll get better from it. And it's not even a cliche, like it's actually true. We good? Yo, Here it's MIA Radio, Damn. episode 40, episode DJ Zaya. On the remote tip. We're on location today. On location, yes. We got a very special guest in the building. We are at Back and Forth. Back and Forth, Miami. Miami, With yes. the owner, operator, founder. The I man. don't know what else. Janitor. <laughs> Janitor. <laughs> Intern slash founder <laughs> slash Brian Siege in the house today. Brian Siege. Make some noise. What's up? <laughs> What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Wait, man. you're related to DJ Undersea? <laughs> <laughs> plug, plug. Formerly known. We just, <laughs> we just found that out right now. There's always a, a tie-in with a DJ somehow, always. some always. way. It's a Miami shit, it man. It is. Like, always. Everyone knows a DJ some way. Fact, fact, fact. Um, Yeah, man. So, and Brian. I, we, uh... Hold on. I know. We're, we're kind of weird. Yeah, because we, we haven't really talked. I mean, we, we met through... Well, I actually just walked into your right. store. right. But I found out about your store because of Mr. Eats. Shout out Mr. Yeah, Eats. That's the homie. And then I went into the the rabbit hole Instagram mm-hmm. beyond South Beach. Mm-hmm. I saw that when they did that event, what was it called? Meet Miami. Meet, Meet Miami. Miami. Right. And I Butcher saw you shop. were a part of it. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo, this store is literally down the block from my crib. Nice. Right. <laughs> so I just came in one day with a dog and I was like, yeah, I got to check this out. And then we nice. started talking and, you know, we had some mutual friends. So we're like, yo, this is dope. We should. This is actually my first time here, and I feel yeah. bad. And, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, I'm glad I'm here. So. Yeah, it's a vibe. So, so yeah. Brian, break it down. Break give it us, down. Give us the, the, the sales pitch. Uh, always like, yeah, so the sales pitch is uh, we've always had, like, you know, a scene in Miami for mm-hmm. apparel and all that. But I think it's very it's been very designer-oriented, um, or in the past it's been very, like, footwear, sneaker store-oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always wanted to bring just like something apparel wise and we haven't had a lot in Coral Gables to speak yeah, for right us, this kind of energy as, as a whole. Yeah. And I'm from the Gables. So I knew like I, as a kid in high school, driving to the beach or downtown all the time was like, mission. yo, it's a mission. Right. So I just wanted to bring it here, bring a, bring some, some brands that we haven't had, like we were talking about a few brands before right. that just haven't really had the proper like setting to live in as far as the store goes. Mm-hmm. So it's been hard to communicate that to, uh, to the audience. But now that I think we've been doing a pretty good job here Yeah, you're coming up on one year, one year. Yeah. Nice just, weekend. just cross it. We had our one year party last weekend, last nice. Saturday. So, yeah. And you're in a like great location. Like, right. And especially, I think the Gables is like as far as like nightlife and stuff is coming, come up, come up, coming back strong. Coyo, Coyo just opened. Coyo yeah. just opened. Shout out to Sven. <laughs> hey, there's yeah. a, that rooftop spot, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, there was tarpon, but it was. tarpon, yeah. which I think an article came out like the guys from Kiki and the River are gonna yeah. open where they were. Oh yeah. no way! Yeah, yeah something's so, gonna be there. There's an, yeah, there's I mean, an energy for sure. Copper Twenty Nine, yeah, Lomo, a uh, House. I mean, they redid uh, the the street where the the, the bar is at. What's that? Geraldo. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a scene like I've I've been up to the bar when Louis here for like happy hour and right. stuff. I'll come up and like it's just pop. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Like you come to the bar on a Friday at 8 p.m. Oh yeah. Like, can't walk. It's like one o'clock right. anywhere else. Like I tell I tell them all the time like yo, like these people come out like 
to be home at 10 p.m. Like, happy yeah, hour type right. shit. It's a good setup, like, though. 9 o'clock, be at home. Like, boom, and that's it. And, and you can still wake up early, chilling. Right, yeah, right. so the Gables, I think, is really coming up. And it's it's good to have, like, our foot down kind of right. first and establish good. ourselves here. That's dope, man. Yeah, I mean, and we, we I mean, we talked about it on a, on a previous episode. Like, I feel like right now, after Winwood kind of exploded and it's, it's in such in such a plateau that a lot of people got tired of it and they were like, yo, like, you know, like you have Doral City Center, you have everything popping over here. The, the Grove's going to pop in a few years. Like, it's just turning into a, a city where you have destinations in your own neighborhood. It's not, you know, like you said, like going to the beach or going, it was like always such a mission. Like now you're like, yo, let's, you know, go to this bar, go to this place, you know, check out the store all in my neighborhood. So. Miami's really coming up, I think, in that sense. So it's it's dope to for you to be here in that. So. Yeah, for I, sure. I think Miami's growing up and like getting its own identity. Like right. I think forever we've always kind of just been known for you know like the typical stuff. Right. But we're I think we're really like building an identity through the different areas and right. neighborhoods growing. So right. I think exactly. that's good. Yeah, man. So we kind of wanted to know like how'd you kind of get started in the whole game of fashion, sneakers, all that stuff, so, opening your own store. I mean, first and foremost, basketball is what opened oh, yeah. my eyes to everything. Right. Um, just that era coming up, late 90s, early 2000s, right. was like the pinnacle of culture. I mean, oh, it was sure. really the mesh of music, fashion, for and sure. just sport. So growing up playing basketball, definitely started that. Always wanted to get a new pair of sneakers for the season. Um, and then it just it snowballed from there, man. Like, I just couldn't get enough of it. And then I had a cousin who kind of, like, started buying some sneakers, saw them on him, and I was like, all right, I want to be like him. Yeah. Um, and then it just it really got out of hand and everything was just my life was basketball and sneakers at that point in high school. Yeah, I think it, it kind of consumes you. Like, I mean, I've I've talked about like I used to be ri- and I mentioned to you I used to help out my boy with a, with a streetwear store, and like the peak of the streetwear days and the Nike Talk days and you know you mentioned Nike Talk too and like it's always like it's kind of like DJing like when you like like something and then you love it and then you discover that there's other weirdos like you that <laughs> like like the same shit <laughs> so it's like that's why i always like the sneaker culture the street work culture is very like you know very much like djing it's like something that you would have never thought was going to become a job kind of becomes a right. job you know so it's it's, it's it's super dope i think so you said you know you you were in the basketball scene and sneaker scene and then got into nike talk and how did you take it to like the next level like did you do any uh like dunk exchanges and yeah. all the events. And I used to go to a few of those, but like for me, it's weird. Like it's kind of weird to say it now because mm-hmm. I was never into it for money. Like right. with the way sneakers right. and stuff are now, like right. I would just wear everything. Like yeah. the day of, it was buy yeah. where the value didn't matter to me. Yeah. Um. So I definitely went to those, traded some stuff here and there, but it wasn't until I went to college where like the retail kind of like business side of it mm-hmm. really spoke open. Um, I where, talked about it on that last podcast. Where'd you go to college? Xavier in Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. So I through Nike talk. I was like, yo, where's the cool spot to go to? And right. they sent me to this place and you know, I walked in and I've talked about it every time I have a chance to talk about yeah. my experience in retail or sneakers. Like I always tell everybody how that experience changed my life going in there. Yeah. Just cause Matt, the owner made me feel like family from day one and I would hang out there. This so that's where they like hang in corporate in corporate. Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, Matt, Tom, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you, you made your college decision off of more than no, 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 no. <laughs> so I hadn't really decided to go there. Um, I no. went there cause of, they didn't make me write an essay and they didn't charge me. Oh, okay. nice. And I think cause I'm a Hispanic, they needed Hispanic uh, people in Ohio. Okay. So they yeah. kind of sent of schools, emails out. That's what, I mean, I grew up in Nicaragua. So like these schools from freaking all these random places, diversity, they would come and like, just throw money at people. Like, yeah, you got a B plus, you got a 3.0. <laughs> right. You're 
you're getting a full scholarship. Yeah, That's I was a B film. student. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I no, so I went up there once I decided I was going there. I started doing my research oh, okay, and, okay. on where to find. Just being a kid into sneakers in 2010 wasn't right. like a big old you know big thing but in the midwest it, it really was like i was the, huge the yeah. culture is really from the I mean, midwest that store corporate is like the the the, the store and, and matt literally like the dude started with like a finish line and then uh, like foot action foot yep. action like yep. he was just an employee and then like he kind of did his thing and it was just, i mean it's a store that's that lived through the whole streetwear phase yeah they're like, 10 plus years yeah and, and then i mean it's there's more than half of the stores that were it 10 years ago are non existent right. the brands too yeah. you know we can get into that but so corporate i mean they're huge so it's it's yeah. super dope and Matt, i've never met matt but like we've connected through a bunch of different people um, he knows everybody yeah he really knows I used everybody to buy, i used to buy stuff from uh what's this guy's name from, from uh uh he used to shoot and he was like a big nike talk dude but he'd always get roasted too so, <laughs> um Oh, you know who's on Nike Talk? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Who? it freely, bro. Your boy. Who's my boy? There's too many boys. <laughs> He's also a DJ. Nike Talk, my boy. Sneaker King, bro. Sneaker King. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. You probably know who he is, too. That's how crazy this yeah. is. Yeah. Probably. But, um. So, yeah, so I went there and, uh, sorry. Um, And it was just so different. Like, in retail here in Miami, like the stores that we had. It was, it's just a complete different vibe, whereas, like, it's very clicky, mm-hmm. where if you're in the crew and you've been with the crew, they're kind of solid with that. Mm-hmm. Right. But, I mean, I think I walked in on, let's call it a Tuesday, and he was the only one in there, and we just, like, started talking. He's like, yo, you're new. Like, this is your new face in here. What's up? What's your story? And we got to know each other. And nice. I would just go between classes. I would go after classes on the weekends, just, like, after partying. The next day, I would just go, like, there hungover to hang out. Just because, like, the the energy he created of being just, that's where I get this hanging out is encouraged kind of slogan for the store is we just had a whole crew of people. Whoever was walking in, it wasn't even, like, a set thing. It was right. just whatever, whoever showed up that day, we just had a good time. Yeah. Like, you almost went in there for the personalities, yeah. the people, the people first and foremost, and then you would find product you liked. Yeah, and it's about the vibe. It's about the vibe. No, and in fact, it w- it's, it's, it's always, I mean... And my boy store was kind of similar. You know, he had his boys always come. And, like, I would literally come and hang. And, like, people come in and, you know, we'd always help them out and stuff. And it's, it was it was, a, it was a point in time when, like, this scene wasn't exploited to where it is now. You don't know, stock mm-hmm. X and whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. It's just more of, a, like, the DJing scene pre-controller. Like, yo, like. If it was you just were, about, you, about you the culture. About it, yeah, like, you were about your shit. Like. You know, if, oh, bro, like, look, I came up with this routine or I just caught these sneakers or like, bro. Yeah, because nobody cared if you were out or, nope. or what you were wearing I mean, or what you were doing. It, it was just like, it didn't fucking matter. You like, were just out because you wanted to hear DJs or you mm-hmm. wanted to kick it with the, the sneaker right. store. It right. was all about the people yeah. in, in yeah. both cultures. And yeah. it wasn't even, it wasn't even like, yo, he's wearing this. He was wearing that. Or like, nah, it was just like, yo, he got some dope shit on. Mm-hmm. And, and then, it, you know, it's, that's, it's kind of like being in that position, you kind of, become yourself more because you see these kids i did the same thing like when i moved here i would i would go to atc a lot mm-hmm. the sneaker store yep like you know dialo all those dudes over there you know still homies and i literally connected through through our boy nelson who is also a dj sneaker dude and like i would see the different kinds of people and this is a little bit this isn't already 2010 so it was like the people that were really bad that would come to miami and be like yo when i'm in miami i have to go to atc i have to go to shoe gallery and i would do the same thing and then the people that would just kind of want to like dick ride and like and be you know fake and be whatever so it's it's 
just more things that are similar from the cultures. Yeah, so, for okay. sure. And like I think I have I'm, a reason I say encourage is people don't understand that like in Miami like, it's cool you can just walk in yeah, and just yeah. and chill here. It's like funny what you were saying earlier like the culture over there and the retail was different, but like I think retail in general of any type of thing in Miami is different, it's different. than anywhere. It's so different, right. man. Like, the environment and like the way the higher ups talk to you and all that yep. stuff is like a completely different thing than yeah. I think anywhere else too. In yeah. any in any like industry. So just being there I was like, man, we like I want to do this here. Like I know people it's a, Miami's a big city, but has a really small city feel. Like, mm-hmm. like right. you said, we had how many mutual friends just by like right. living in Miami. So I was like, this has to, like it could work down here for sure. Right. And then obviously through Matt, he introduced me to a lot of people. He would take me to the shows in Vegas nice. and just kind of like show me the ropes. And he never, never discouraged me. He was always like, yo, you can do it. Like, this is what it's going to take. And he's always there for me. Like whatever questions I have and stuff. Nice. So how long did you work over there? Um, I mean, I never officially worked there. I was just a homie, but I offered my services. Like, there, we'd be lining up for sneakers, and I'd get a book and start making the names of who was there oh, when. Dang. And it was never official work, but, like, if I was in there and boxes came, like, I'd start opening right. up boxes. And if somebody was unattended and needed help, like, I would go help them. So nice. people thought I worked there, but I never officially worked <laughs> right. there. But I would pretty much from twenty mid-2010 till I came back here in 2015. Thanks. I was there three, four times a week. When did you know that, like, all right, when I get back to Miami, this is what this is my goal. This is what I'm doing. So I graduated. and What did you I, study, by the way? Business management. Okay. Yeah. So I came home for, like, six months. I went back up to visit. and <laughs> after to hang out at the store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so once I went back and, like, had some time to process, like, being back home without that, I was like, all right, I'm missing something yeah. in my life. So that's what really, like, ticked me up to uh, to try to do this. But I knew I wasn't ready yet. Like, I was working for my uncle, who's a private investigator. So I was like, I don't really have any real retail experience. I've just been a dude at the store hanging out. Right. So I got a job at J. Crew here in Merrick Park. And I was there for, I think, three years. as a manager for, like, two and a half of them. So just learned, like, the bigger end. Right. And then picked stuff that I picked up. the working, the back. back Yeah. That's smart. A lot of people just try to jump in and be like, yo, I'm going to start a store, start a brand, start a... No, I mean, I walked in there as, as a regular sales associate like i was my first shift was like a 7 a.m opening boxes mm-hmm. um just to learn like right. it was always in my head i'm going to learn as much and take as much cool. as i can out of this and then just meshing those two kind of worlds boutique world and then a the big box retailer world right kind of gave me like a well-rounded experience to do this damn that's super dope man because i mean same thing like a lot of people just jump in and they're like oh i want to open up a store and then they fucking get all these accounts and they don't realize how accounts work and how you know, you're technically you're buying everything and, you yeah. know, like it's it's a lot of back end stuff that it really, you know, you don't know until you go through it or you've yeah. been through it or whatever. No, you, so. And then, I mean, there is a point of it just jumping into it and like throwing yeah. yourself in the fire. You're never going to be never, ready. It's never right. a perfect time. Never, never. You're never going to be ready 100 percent. You'll be waiting forever if that's yeah, what you're exactly. waiting for. So the opportunity of the lease here came up. the week that I actually left J. Crew. Like, oh, so when that happened, I was like, yo, this is it. it. And then it was just full on, just go. And nice. yeah, so the store looks a lot different now than it did a year ago. Um, I was looking at pictures the other day. I was like, damn, I can't believe I opened with it looking like this. <laughs> like there was no art on the wall. There was like nothing. But did, you, did you have the name before you opened the store? Or, or Yeah. So I was, I left in like April of 2018 and i opened in august of 2018 so those five months or whatever i was just at home emailing emailing planning like ikea.com everything that i needed to just get ready and 
I knew I needed a name and I knew it would come at some point and then back and forth hit me just because I was in a transition myself. Nice. So I was like, man, I can never just stay in one spot. Something right. has to always be moving. Right. That's why like if you come in here, there's always it might be the same product, but it's laid out differently. Yeah. Like the, I'm always tinkering and like just moving stuff back and forth. Literally just. Yeah. I see on your Instagram. It's like you're always like like changing the, the store layout or like doing something different, like posting it. Like, yeah. Oh, this guy's always doing dope. something. Yeah. So I never want to be stuck in that one place at the store where somebody's come in two, three times like, all right, it's the same shit every time I come in here. So. No, it's good. And it gives the, the items, you know, different kind of exposure and like different different vibe. And, you know, the room itself, it's always it's always good to have something different because it's, you know, it's your creative space. So at the same time, you don't feel constructed to just being in the same thing, you know? Like right. It's, it's good. So Yeah, it can get lonely in here sometimes. <laughs> just sitting around sometimes, just like the UPS guy coming in and out. But that just keeps the creative juices flowing. I think like you realize like, all right, what do I got to do? I have to create an energy. There has to be a reason for people to come. It's they're not just going to come see me because right. it's me. It's, we have to try to create energy around here. So that's why we do like happy hours. That's why we do, um, any type of event popping up at like the butcher shop with mm-hmm. beyond South beach and George. And we've done at Vesta Sur. We did a pop oh, up nice, there. Nice. Um, we've done just a few, like some right. like random stuff. People hit us up and, it may not be our target demographic necessarily. Still, you never know. But like, I mean, why not? Just to get in front of different people. It's so, also yeah. Miami, and like you, I think in Miami you're constantly exposed to people that you will never know who they are or what their connects are. Like I tell people all the time, you know, like a lot of younger DJs put their eggs all in one basket, and I'm like, yo, like I've gotten the best randomest, even high-paying gig from people that I would never expect. You know, like oh, you want to DJ so and so for X amount. If I wouldn't have gone here thinking that nothing was going to happen, it would have never yeah. happened. You know, like in Miami, it's always something different. Like I always tell people, like, try to do as much as you can because there's a whole world out there that you don't know about, especially in your own city. Like, Definitely. Miami, there's so much. And I think that just goes back to like what we were saying about the sneaker culture and the DJ culture back in the day. Like we were just doing it because like we really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of young DJs or young, I guess, entrepreneurs or whatever, like they're kind of closed minded because they're like, oh, this is what I think it needs to be. Yeah. Or like they this see is, it on Instagram. Is, this is like, what worked for so and so. Yeah, you know? and right. There's, there's no blueprint. There's yeah. no command C, copy paste right. that yeah. shit. Like, command <laughs> C. <laughs> no man, you have to you have to get out there and get your hands dirty. And Instagram's only going to show you like the glorified moments. Right. It's not going to show you like the pitfalls and all the hardships. Right. So you can't just rely on that. You the best way, like you said, just go out there, man. Like put yourself out there, and you'll learn and you'll get better from it. Cut. And it's not Cut. even a cliche. Like it's actually true. Right. Uh, fact. And did you ever like uh? kind of i guess contemplate like maybe doing an online store first or were you just like yo this is like an opportunity right here let me just go all in yeah i decided to just go all in yeah man. like online is it like i don't know i feel like there's a stigma when it's right. just online of like mm-hmm. what exactly is it a lot of times it's like cheap alibaba stuff that people slap a logo on mm-hmm. so there's like a tendency with that where i think having brick and mortar like right. is a plus because you get to like fully come in and and see stuff try it on walk out right away and that's with it. that's one thing that um I don't know. I mean, I don't know exactly how you phrased it earlier, but you said you carry a lot of brands that um, need to be like seen, seen in person. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I mean, we, we were talking about um, the published stuff like in, you know, like I said, I've, I've worked with that. And I remember when published came out, it was like the jogger brand. Right. And I always wanted a pair. And I, but at the moment I was living in, in San Antonio and there was nowhere where I could buy a pair. And I'm a weird fitting person that I'm not going to just buy something off a rack. And I never bought a pair of published because I could never try them on. Right. And then when they when they hit 
all the stories that we talked about when they were Barney's, it was like, no, I don't want them anymore. Like, these are played, and I tried them on, and the ones that I wanted, they didn't even fit me how I wanted. Right. So it's so dope to have, like, you know, like a lot of cut and sew pieces that are, are meant to be worn, you know, like a certain thing. For sure. And the, you might waste a week in that return, get them yeah, back, need yeah. another size, change it out. It's You're, funny because, like, those shorts that I got the other time, I, I, like, I had heard about publishing. I had seen them. I'm like, oh, like, you know, it's a little more expensive than than other brands, but maybe it's dope. But I don't I don't know. I can't commit to that. Right. Until I, and then I walked in. I was like, yo, these are fire. And you I got them, like, right fabric, away. Fabric, like, yeah, the feel like, of it really yeah. makes a difference. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. Like, sometimes it just, it, it, like, you have the, the right vibe and the right mentality. So some stores just open a brick and mortar just to have that, like, like I was telling you, like a flex, mm-hmm. kind of like, yo, I got a store, though, right. but it's not the right environment. Uh, it's, it's just like, yeah, it's bigger than I always say it in like some of the blog posts I write, which I do still write blog posts. Just there's some people who just don't have a chance to come in every day, especially mm-hmm. like friends from Cincinnati. And like, that's how they kind of keep in touch and see what's going on. And I say it like you got to come in like you, you have to create like that energy and and show people that we're more than just product on our shelves. Right. Because right. once you get down to that there's a million of you out there. Right, because so. you, I mean, you have to become, you have to live the brand, you know, and then it's live the store and like, that's your brand and that's your baby. So it's always like so important, you know, and then for DJing for us, it's the same thing. I'm always like, like there, there was a time when DJs were so infatuated with only going one way and it was, that was the only way. And I was like, no, like be yourself, like go outside of that. If you want to reach the top, go around. Like it's, there's multiple options. So and, many avenues. Yeah. So yeah. it's, just yeah, nowadays the easiest thing is just buy a bunch of sneakers and put a consignment sh- shop up, and you right. see them popping up everywhere. Yeah. So that, like you said, that's right. the easiest just way to the top and uh, I mean, cool. Now it's vintage stores. Yeah, that's the new one. Hit a few raffles and oh hey, I got a consignment shop. Like here's here's right. some sneakers. So I mean, there's nothing if that's what you want to do, if that's what you like, there's that's fine. Um, but to me, I think there's something to say about taking like a different approach and really, really trying to make an impact, which is right. what I'm what I want to do. Like put people on to like dress, not just dress better as far as like look because you know everyone's gonna have their own style but I, to me i think that like over consumerism is crazy like just people who buy cheap brands because they want to cheap and wear once and throw away right yeah i'd rather like educate people on why we bring in such and such brands and why this piece is 60 dollars and what what like you're gonna right. fit better in it and it's gonna last you yeah that's one thing that i mean i like for me, it's I, like I mean I mentioned I got these pair of uh, of Nike Nike Lab pants from you know the store in Mercer and it's like you can only buy them there and I tried them on and I was like yo I don't care how much these pants cost like I am not a normal fitting person and these right. pants fit me like the best so when you find a certain item like you know like you have to buy it and it fits you and it's you as a person like it's it's so good so I mean I've had that connection with with items like that so. I mean, I hope it's something similar here to where it's like. Yeah, when people walk in, you're like, you talk to them, like you're, but not oh, just yeah. like, oh, let me, you need any help, like at a retail store. It's like, yo, like let me kind of tell you a little bit about right. what we got going. It's on It's funny here. though, cause people are so used to that style, yeah. and like I've had somebody who's like, they, I remember this, like they came in and they're like, yeah, I, I walked by a bunch of times, but I never went in, and I, I just didn't know because it's a store in the Gables, the clothes has to be expensive, and like, you know, everyone expects that walk in, like, oh hey, how can I help you, like yeah, trying to shark right. you, and it's like. No, I can kind of hear like, what's up? How's it going? And kind of let you walk around, feel some things. And when I see you looking at a certain piece, I'm going to tell you about that piece and why and just kind of like get to know you and just you get treated differently. But I think that stigma of like retail kind of like shakes. No, but it also, also, I mean, it it does that. I mean, I mean, it does the opposite. It opens people 
to the right way. Like you're guiding people to the right way. If you approach them and you talk to them, you're like, hey, you know, oh, by the way, that jacket is, you know, like like you were telling me about the jackets over there. Like this, you know, it's it's good to know, especially like those jackets, like for Miami. I've seen them, and I I have a bunch of those like kind of like windbreaker like rain jackets, and I wear them. Like I wore one last night. I went to a club last night. And I didn't want to wear a fucking bomber. I wore like super thin jacket mm-hmm. that I have, and it's perfect. So, you know that that piece right there is a very thoughtful piece because for Miami, where it's hot and it's gonna possibly rain, you want to wear a jacket that's not too hot. It's yeah. you know it's little things like that that are like perfect for what it is. It's like Miami DJ gem right there. Those, <laughs> right, those thin right. jackets that you can yeah. wear to the club, so you Fact. don't gotta dress up. It's like, yeah. I showed you. I have that black one. Yeah, yeah and that red one. one too. Yeah, bro, I have a bunch. And they're like, the they're move. the hacks. They're the fucking DJ hacks. <laughs> DJ hack. We wear them to go, to get into the club. You get into the club, you take it out, you're chilling. Or you can leave it on. It's chilling. So it's a pro tip right there. Let me ask you one thing. Um, what are your favorite brands at the moment? Like up and coming brands, things that you like. Local that brands. You're interested. Local brands. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. So, I mean, I'll, I'll hit on the local brands first because um, a lot of the brands that I've been into a lot, we don't have them here yet. So mm-hmm. what we do have here that's pretty cool is we have uh, five local brands that okay. this is the only place you can like actually shop them oh, outside nice. of like Instagram. So it's cool to like have these brands that, that they do really well. Cause people just stumble upon them. Like this is different. I've never seen this. And again, you get to touch it, you get to feel it. So the local brands we have is uh spilled milk and okay. my two local guys does really well, really thoughtful collections. They host their pop-ups here every time that they do a new release. Nice. So again, it just adds to like that hanging out and there's some synergy there it's their customers like we are the same as ours we have um vga vga studios he does the uh the, the artist right he has an apparel line um that does extremely well here um and so we're and that's that's the hat you're yeah wearing, right? yeah he's wearing the hat, hat right yeah now. for sure VGA. Shout out and to VGA. yeah and he's dope too because he like shows mad love like mad love. like for everything like yeah. if he just sees you rocking the hat rocking anything like he's always shouting you out on instagram yeah. and so. he's the one he, vga is the one that did the artwork yeah so he did the artwork on the wall and he did it like all by hand and we nice. kind of realized that we played baseball together growing up so oh, no of way. course in miami miami bro yeah miami, so we uh you went to Belen day camp bro <laughs> so we like kind of connected on that and i was i knew he had the apparel line so i was like vic like whenever you want to put it in here man like nice. we'll put it in here so we have those two we have another brand city surf that's like a ocean streetwear mix mm-hmm. does does well too um it's very cool graphics like washed out colors and stuff we have another brand from west palm proper apparel okay. it's like super it's like the high it's like the higher end stuff here but it's all made in new york with like Japanese cottons. They use the same zippers as Fear of God, John Elliott, okay. stuff like that. So it's super good quality. As soon as you touch it, you know. Just fuck Fear of God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to say that out there. Put it out there. So um, it's, it's cool. We can to, talk off the air. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to have just, you know, local product. Everyone's out here trying to get it. So it's, it's good. to good, create good. that that environment. I've always said it. Anytime I talk about, you know, like the OGs in the retail game here, Shoe Gallery, Soulfly, all right. these places. In some cities, they look at it as competition, whereas, like, I know Complex did a video about Chicago scene for sneakers mm-hmm. called Soul, or- Soul Origins, and they talk about how all the stores in that one area, so it's like RSVP, Leaders, right. um, Fat Tiger Workshops, all these guys, they uh, all kind of came what, what, from... What is it, Geek uh, Geek something? Are they Fashion based Geek. Out, fashion Geek? Yeah. He's based out of Yeah, he's, yeah. Fa- he's there. Um, Noter Shop, St. Alfred. Instead of being a competition, they're just creating an ecosystem for them all to thrive yeah, on. It's a smart way. The more people to go into that area to shop, to be part of that culture, the better all yeah. of them do. 
So it's a bigger picture. It's a bigger yeah. picture thing. So I don't look at it as competition like at all. So I think that's a thing of Miami. I don't no, expect it, it to be a you know swinging contest. No, everybody here. Everybody here shows love. Like it's. I forgot where I was at, but I was I was somewhere in Europe and like. You know, I, I didn't really do my research, but I was looking up at different stuff. And then I was like, oh, let me go to this streetwear store. And then I asked one of the employees. I was like, yo, what else is popping around here? He's like, oh, there's not much. And then I walked like three blocks out. And like while I had reception, I found like three other spots. Right. And I was like, in my head, I'm just like, damn, like that's some cutthroat shit. Like this guy could have just told me, hey, look, you know, there's oh, by the way, there's because I asked this is what I asked. I asked him, like, yo, is there another store? He's like, oh, there's not that many. I'm like, what about skate shops? And he's like, oh, there's a skate shop over here. I'm like, yo, when, when there's three other stores around, you could have told me, like, I'm not, just because I didn't buy anything here doesn't mean I'm going to buy something over there. Like, I don't know. It's, But that's, we, we I mean, we kind of work, I work that way too, you know. Like, to me, it's, if you're DJing somewhere, like, if I'm playing, I would, and so-and-so's that Dirty Rabbit, and they don't want to yeah. hear the weird shit, and they want to go hear fucking Bad Bunny for eight hours, you know, <laughs> right. I'll send them over. Like, it's, it's a different thing, you know. It's like, um, it's a culture. I mean, and, and I feel like Miami is tight, and, you know, from what I see, you know, like the dudes over at Daily, you know, they always show love to, yeah. to the show gallery and Andrew and, and Andrew shows love to everybody. I mean, it's bro, it's we're all, yeah, it's we're also, we're all the same. Fight, like if know? you really are about the culture and all that, you got to pay your respect and show love because exactly. then it's like, what are you doing? If yeah, you're I'm just wearing like, an Andrew shirt right now. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, wore, I wore one last night. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're killing it, man. Like they, they really are. And, you know, being the new kids on the block, we're just trying to like let people know we're here and. Right. Just like know that we're like actual Miami guys, you know, we're not just like from some other place right. just jumping down here because it's popular to be in Miami, right, right. you know. Um, no, I mean you don't you don't come off as as a what's what's the word an implant? What's the word? Oh, you know, someone hit no. me up like, yo, I think he meant transplant. Transplant. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> implant. I said implant. <laughs> yeah, my sister was like, I think he meant. <laughs> no, I'm so I'm yourself, bro. I grew up. I went to the <laughs> worst. I went to the worst best school in Nicaragua, bro. That's hilarious. And then, yeah, so, I mean, as far as, like, other brands, um, I've always been Nike. Mm -hmm. um, Jordans were, like, my first love, like, basketball, like we talked about yeah. earlier. Um, I'm, like, used to read every book, everything I can get my hands yeah. on. So It like, was just different. I mean, you talked about, like, the culture. I'm, I'm 34. You said you're... 28. Yeah, so, like, for me, I was in it. I was going through that, but, like, mid-90s basketball, like, when it was Nike basketball, when it was, like, the pennies, like, the Stoudemire's, like... The Zoom Air and Barclays, like all that shit. The Barclays, that, yeah. yeah. So, like, it was so, like, bro, because we weren't exposed to any of that. You had MTV and freaking whatever the fuck and whatever movie, so-and-so, music video, so-and-so wears something, and you'd be like, yo, what is that? And you would see it for 10, 15 seconds, and then you would see it again. And, I mean, now kids see something, and then they go on Hypebeast, and then they fucking yeah. buy it on StockX. And uh, we would see something in TV, and you have to wait for the East Bay catalog right. to come yeah. in and be like, that's, that's what right. I saw. And it probably was a takedown model of yeah. what you saw. So it's 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 good in that way that a kid can like, you know, you got the release dates, you know what's happening, you can be a little more in tune to it. But it obviously waters it down a little bit as far as like, if you got a hunt, the hunt is what made sneaker culture the sneaker culture. Oh, of course, it was I mean, all about the hunt. And if you knew, you knew. Yeah. And it's the same thing, like digging for records, hunting, yeah. all that stuff. It's yeah. crazy how that everything is aligns, man. It's yeah, everything in culture is all the same. I mean, it, it really, it really all came down, and it's it's a lot of it gets watered down as it gets bigger, as we all see. But mm -hmm. I think there's always people in any culture that like are true to it, and the ones who keep it moving, and you you can just tell like they move differently. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's you kind of have like a kind of like a secret handshake or like like when you guys when you align with somebody. I'm just kind of related to the DJ world. Like when you kind of meet a DJ or like 
you meet somebody from like the biz and you're like you start talking you're like oh well <clears throat> they, they think the same way as me or like you know they they also like so-and-so or like it just things kind of come together and and i i always feel like if you're doing the right thing you're gonna align with the right people and everything's just kind of gonna flow yeah you know? so yeah your intentions got to be right if you're if your only goal in anything like if you're a dj just to make money yeah people are gonna be able to tell like it's yeah. a gimmick essentially um i think same thing if you're just trying to like be out here selling stuff just because it's popular right. if you want to be a reseller because you're really about it like there's people in new york who their whole lives yeah, are selling and reselling and they're about it they know everything about the brand they're right. reselling they're not just saying like all right i can get 350 for this tea let yeah, me do that numbers just it's not about numbers it's it's about people um i think we lose that a lot of times we lose sight of that and you're here every day, right? I'm here every day. Yeah, we close on Saturdays um, just to give myself a break, and then we open back on Sundays. And how many so employees are you? None. Like <laughs> I said, I'm the janitor. <laughs> I'm the employee. Um, yeah, I mean, I have people coming in and helping out. Um, we have our, our homie James in here right now. He comes in. He helps out a lot of photography and stuff like that. Um, I've got my brother who he actually is the one who does spill milk. Okay. So he comes in here a lot in his free time, and he'll help me out. Um, and it's just that, that crew, the homie, you know, the homies and, and getting that energy going and it's, it's, it is me a lot of times. So that's what I tell people like, Oh, like it's going to be me when you walk in, like I'm here, yeah. you, I'm not hard to find, like just kind of come through. I can't really go anywhere else. Right. So I'll have like brands will hit me up on Instagram. Oh, what's the best way to get into like the store? And I don't know you, there's nothing personal, but I don't know you. I'm not just going to yeah. put your stuff in here. So I just tell them either, you know, like just come by the shop and, and ask for Brian. Like that that's how I tell people. Like right. it's you know, as a as a young store like this, we can't afford to just take up like space on no, our racks on any brand. And you're also building your name and your rep and, and your whole vibe. So, you know, whatever you put out is a is in a, you know, in a, a mirror of yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have you wanna put out the right stuff that you think symbolizes you. Yeah. So it's, it's it's crazy you have to align with what this the vibe of the store like i have to not you i have to um like i don't wear a lot of the shoes that i used to collect i sold a lot of them to help me you know keep this going and open it um and now it's just more like the shoes that i have they may not be brands that i sell but it goes with what i'm trying to do here it'll be like the understated right. or more classic shoes and stuff like that because if you came into this store and I'm out here in like off whites, yeah, it's like, right. What's, send the wrong why message. don't you sell this? Or why don't you sell what, you know, it sends a wrong message. Right. So even if I had those, like it just doesn't align with the store anymore. So I've had to just kind of grow up in these, it, you know, at first I, I did wear a few in here and I would, you know, get asked that. And people ask, do you sell Yeezys? And I'm like, no, but I'm wearing a pair. So it's like, Ugh, that's yeah. a bad look. So I kind of just, edited that and just grew up you know you right. just learn things that's crazy and also i was gonna ask you like do you ever get i mean because you said it's a one-man show you get, ever get overwhelmed out here yeah by yourself yeah sometimes um like i know there was once the instagram was down and i had like two brands that i had delivered at the same time i was the most i ever, like felt overwhelmed there was like six boxes in here it was just me and i was like all right hold up I know I got to post this to show that it came in, right. but I also have to like open the boxes, put it in the back, get it on the floor, steam it. So it's yeah. just like, take a deep breath and you know, you just got to like center yourself for a quick second and realize like, all right, one thing at a time, you're not going to take it all down at once. And you know, I'll just call somebody sometimes like, yo, I need help. Like, can you come through real quick? Um, or if, if I have to like go to a buying trip for like Vegas or New York, there's somebody I have to call and trust somebody to come cover for me. And, 
there's, you know, it can get overwhelming. It's like, do I want to take that trip and leave the store? Cause it might be somebody's first encounter walking in and I'm not here. Yeah. So man. that first it's time like, I left was, was tough for it's like sure. You're leaving your baby. Man. Right. Yeah. It's like a child. <laughs> did you go to the, uh, were you here when they did the agenda here? I went once. Yeah. You did like two, right? Yeah. They did two and, and then they stopped yeah. cause nobody was working. Yeah. Everyone was just partying. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> yeah. I was going to, I was supposed to go and I was waiting for like a, a ticket plug and then Everybody's like, yo, this shit's like not even worth it. No. Nah. Have you been, you've been to the Vegas one, though? You I've said. been to the Vegas one four times now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's cool. The, 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 to me, the best part about it is like, I'm like a deer. Like, I walk in, my eyes are so open. But yeah. like, you have people who've been going for 20 years and they're like, yeah, all right, we won't walk the show. So I was like, all right, so what do you do? But it's all about the networking and just talking yeah. and like learning. Not so much from like these like planned seminars that they have, but just talking to other people. Um, like we talk every time I go up there, we're always in like the same crew as like the guys from Fat Tiger, okay. um, Vic Lloyd and right, Joe. Like, right. like Vic has given me a lot of game just like being out there yeah. with them. Um, Rick and Roe from Burn Rubber. Okay. Like they're out there and it's just like be, me just, I wouldn't even talk most of the times just being at essentially the table, just picking up and like how they carry themselves. Like these guys are really the pioneers right. of like. Yeah, Vic, Vic, I know. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I know Vic is like a super OG, and he's yeah. boys with uh with Ty and yeah. all those dudes, all those Chicago guys, all the Chicago guys, guys. like Nike Taco G people. Right. There. So we, I mean, there's times where we're at dinner, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm I don't talk a lot, but I just pick up game and cloth talk. That's, yeah. So the real, yeah. it's <laughs> the real meaning behind cloth talk. But it's true. It is, and it's it's you know it's invaluable essentially. Like going out there for that, whatever the cost of the ticket is. Sometimes yeah. you just have to the eat it. The knowledge and no, information. It's, an, it's yeah. an investment. I mean, like I, I say the same thing. You know, like for DJs, like yo, travel, like go go to these Red Bull events, the street style events. Like, you know, I was just in Atlantic City for um, it was right before the DJ Expo. We had a an event, and I saw bunch of djs that you know people that you connect with online and you email or you dm and whatever and then it's so good to see them in person and like you get to to to, to expand the conversations you had and you know which could even lead to work and you know it's it's something that doing in person i always tell people man like if you don't invest yourself in, in in putting yourself in an uncomfortable position to learn and and be an outsider you're never gonna really yeah, because a lot right? of people don't see the value in, like, because you're not physically getting anything from it or money or yeah. gig or, yeah. or or merch or whatever the case may be, right. but you're getting a wealth of information and experience right. that's, like, invaluable, like you said. Like, to come back with that's outside of your comfort zone, like, all right, I've been doing things like this. Let me see how people over there do things or, like, right. whatever the case may be. And that's something I've, like, tried to work on. I used to, you know, I didn't usually go out a lot, but I would I would be out, like we talked about with Louie. Like, I'll, I'll go out to Ripe Fruit before and stuff. And now since I've opened, like, it's been a lot harder for me to be, like, all right, I have to just, I got to show face at these places. Like, mm-hmm. I need, I don't know everybody. I need to have people know who I am. Right. But at the same time, you're here every day, 11 to 7. Like, it, it's a toll, so... There's, that's what I've been kind of like trying to goal myself for like these next six months just to like get out more, wear a shirt that says back and forth. Hopefully by now people start recognizing it. Yeah. They may not recognize me, but if they see the shirt on me, they might like strike up a conversation mm-hmm. that might lead to a new customer, like a new connection. So that's definitely something I'm trying to trying to get. And out bro, more. And that's, that's the Miami shit, you know, like you just go out and somebody sees a shirt and somebody bro, like this is super weird. I, I, I was just in New York and I was with, you know, a lot of DJs and this guy was like, he's like, we met before. He's like, you sound familiar. And he's like, oh, that's right. I heard C-Flow's podcast. He's like, your voice 
comes from memory because of the podcast. And I was like, <laughs> that is weird. I felt kind of awkward. I mean, no, but super not, dope I mean, at the but, same but, time. But he's probably going to hear the podcast. So I'm like, damn, you know, like I felt overwhelmed and like, damn, like people are really paying attention. So yeah, cause it, like, you it, just kind of never know. It goes know, back like, to like, we just do it because we like, we really enjoy doing this and like talking to people like you and outside of the DJ world and all that stuff. And then like, we don't even think about it and then we'll go out and we'll be out and it's like some somebody be like yo i fucking love your podcast like i listened to the last, last episode right. blah, blah, blah. and we're like what yeah you listen to <laughs> and like what do we like we barely look at the numbers and right. like sometimes we'll look and we're like yo what yeah. that's crazy that's crazy yeah. or was it who came up to me and was like he said something oh it was one of your boys I was I was at a gig and some some dudes like yo he's like are you cast and I'm like Ugh. I always get mad like, <laughs> going to wow who's guy. asking yeah exactly <laughs> and then he was like oh he's like you know I'm, I'm boys with A and I listen to the podcast you know and I'm like oh man I'm, and I always I even kind of get like kind of awkward sometimes and I'm not like an awkward person because I'm like I don't know what to say I'm like yo thank you appreciate it like yeah like, and it's it's usually a lot of people that sometimes I want to be like what's your name let me check you out because <laughs> we always expect it you know. We started geared towards DJs, but then we're we're finding out that I, like just people want to hear shit about Miami and yeah. like just like want to hear us talk, and we're like always like our, yo. our biggest. I think like our biggest interactive fans are the friends of a friend or like the friends of the DJs. I mean, like maybe some of your friends are gonna start following us, and maybe they've seen us at some of our gigs, or you know, we DJed at Slims when they were fucking nineteen years old. You know, like <laughs> one one connection or, or another, but it's always like. Yo, like we we not as we don't want to sound cliche, but as Miami as it is, as it is mm-hmm. it's always some like Miami shit like that where it's like, yo, my cousin's brother heard the podcast and he's the owner of this and he wants to, and bro, you never know. And that's never how you know. beat the algorithm. Exactly. Like everybody wants to know the secret. Yeah. The secret is just sharing amongst people who know each other already. Exactly. And might put other people on. Like that's just the only way to do it is like to go how it used to be right and like, being honest and true to what right. whatever you're doing so people you know recognize that right yeah, like and i'll share this you know once we finish here or whatever like once it airs i'll put it on my instagram and everyone's gonna start oh what's sticker tap like if you've ever looked yeah. at analytics on your instagram mm-hmm. if you look at like on the story if you tag somebody yeah. the sticker tap of the at Yo, everybody clicks it. Yeah. No matter who it is. So that's like, that's the way to beat it is when you start tagging people and everyone share this and share that through stories because that doesn't have, like, they don't really hide stories like they do post because it's harder to promote them. Mm -hmm. So that's like one way to do it. So it's like, it's funny to see that. You mean tag people on on the actual story? Yes. So like, like, no matter what it is, you're like, bro, but who is that? Oh, but you know what? You know what happened? And I sent it to Paul. Yo, this girl DJing. Um, I'm like, who is this? I have a request. I open it, and this girl made a flyer for whatever she was playing, and she said, you're invited, and it was like a blank thing, and then she added like 20 DJs. So she had 20 or 30 posts on her story, and it was like the same flyer, but like she like put the DJ's name like right. where the invitation would be. And I mean, I, I've not, I, you know, I looked it up, and I was like, damn. I'm like... That's a lot of stuff to post, but that's actually pretty clever because, like, she made me grab my phone, be like, who's this? And then I'm like, oh, this girl's DJing at this place on Tuesday. Right. Because she personally, like, added me. That's and if I, you would have posted it, if you would have hit repost right. or add to your story, somebody would have seen her name and be right. like, who's this? He's right. co-signing her. He's putting right. it on his. Oh, okay. What's that? Let me tap that. That's so, what I was saying for the, when we were thinking about doing the t-shirt giveaway, I was like, but then people get lazy. Like, if... 
if you want to post something like yo you know we're giving away blah 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 you know just tag us whatever it is, then people would just be, be like yo what's mia radio like right. i've never heard of that and right then, but you know then people get lazy just to post it and i don't want to ask anyone to post anything yeah no, I mean, we never do it. It's, it's, no. all, it's, it's all out of love. Yeah. Like you exactly. said, you know, friends of friends, friends, who, like that's that immediate circle who's going to support is your friends, your family. And then once they see, they start messing with something, their friends of friends of families are going to start like messing with it. What them. did your family say when you're like, yo, I'm just going to open a store in Miami? Um, <laughs> I mean, I had been talking about it forever, but they were, you know, super supportive of it. Um, they wanted to make sure I was ready for it. And I think when they saw me taking the right steps, like working somewhere and learning it all and going to vegas like flying myself out there before i even had a store and they're like all right he's, he's like, serious or even when they saw me selling my collection because mm-hmm. yeah. nobody would ever thought that i would have done that just because it was never like i said it was never about money for me it was just right. about keeping and hoarding them all and wearing them that when like my parents started seeing the boxes go out instead of in yeah they're like oh okay oh, this is good. like real let's support it it's not like some half-ass stuff like so let me ask you what's your uh favorite shoe of all time white cement three Right. His favorite, my favorite shoe. Um, the the ones kind of definitely like rival it. The fours right. rival it. But every time I go back, like the white cement three is just, that's yeah, the shoe. Yeah, it's a classic shoe. Yeah. Mine, I mean, I'll, my With, favorite favorite is uh, infrared 90s. Uh-huh. I think I've owned like, I, I think I currently own like six pairs and I've owned like a total of like 10 pairs at once. Like, yeah. You got like the beaters, obsessed. the backup beaters, oh, yeah. like, backup I mean, of the backup. Like, and then like I have three, I think I have like three brand new pairs and then like whatever iteration they come out, like the infrared light or the infrared with like the super light bottom. Yeah. The, the lunar like, bottom. They've the, done the yeah. engineer match. And then, they yeah, keep the, on. Exactly. Yeah. I have all of those. Yeah. I'm uh, like an encyclopedia with sneakers. Yeah, like and, it's kind and, of annoying and sometimes. Then the, like <laughs> the top, the cement threes too are like, and actually, I didn't buy them the last time they came around. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't either. I got the yeah. 2011 yeah. pair because I have two. I have one pair of 2011 that's brand new, but it's just it's kind of coming undone in the yeah. glue. Um, so let me ask you, how'd you connect with Louis? You know, former guest <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> so the I God. was when I was at J Crew. Uh, one of the guys who worked there with us, uh, Q. Um, I don't know if you yeah. know him. Yeah, I know Q. Yeah, yeah. So Q and I were working together, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, my friends at the bar." I was like, "Oh shit! All right, let's go." And just met from there and ever since it's been like three or four years yeah Yeah. there's like that whole crew like craze rudy like Mm -hmm. i don't know if you know any of those yeah Yeah, obviously so like i just kind of became like one of that circle with those guys through him and you're one of the guys that's not a dj that hangs out with them (laughs) yeah basically (laughs) i mean there's a few there's a few yeah it's just the right vibe so everyone kind of aligns just good people man and from day one again like to me it's like when you treat somebody like like family even though you have no idea who they are but like you're coming off a cosign like yeah. All right, this is my coworker. Like, I'm going to bring him to my friends. And it all just, like, vibes and clicks. And nice. no one's treating you weird. Like, yo, who's this new guy? Yeah. It's That's like, why I literally walked out of the store and I'm like, yo, we should have this guy on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I just he, met he, you that one yeah, time. He hit, me, he hit me up and he's like, and I was like, oh, my God, I heard of the store. I'm like, yeah, why not? And then just all clicked. And then, you know, I remember that you had done the thing with Louis. And I was like, yeah. all right. So, like, if Louis knows him. and Yeah. yeah. It's crazy how far a co-sign could go. It's just like, oh, right. he's cool with him. All right, we, we good. Yeah. A little sidebar. Q and Louis both worked at Nike Town. Yep. Mm, that's right. And I worked at Nike Town, too. Oh, did Damn. you? Damn. I worked at Best Buy, bro. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst retail experience. Which one? Uh, Tropic Care. Oh, yeah. Tropical Park. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> yo, I'm so old. Super I remember, Miami. I remember when they built that. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I remember when they had a different sign and then they switched. To I remember what, when, the, well, because there used to be. I'm talking about like I think I was probably like nine. This is one of my first recollections. I remember there used to be. I think there used to be like a flea market or there used to be something in that lot. 
I can't remember. I mean, I'm, bro. I'm <laughs> Y'all were probably like four or five years yeah. old. What? And I was like 10 or Like, 12. that's what I was going back when you were talking about, like, the retail experience in Miami. Like, yo, I just, like, if I hated working there, and I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, disrespect or hate on, on no, Best Buy sure. or anything, but it's just like, if I didn't enjoy going into work, I can imagine, like, I could see why people yeah. didn't have the best customer service experience because it was just like, yo, I don't want to be here. And yeah. It's like. I think that's. So how people say retail is dead. I don't think it's that retail is dead. I think the retail experience exactly. has changed. And if you go to a place where the employees aren't happy or don't want to be there. back I feel like back in the day, like Macy's, when that stuff was like popping, the mm-hmm. like people were getting paid well to work there. So they yeah. wanted to help you. Like they wanted to show you what was good, what was not. Wages didn't really like keep up with the retail industry, so like a lot of the people working there were just trying to do it for whatever paycheck they can yeah. get. And it, right. it, it gets harder when like you're working for someone, and also like you're not even you don't really believe in what you're working for. Exactly, it's just like right. getting a paycheck. So it's like, yo, I don't I don't take this serious. And then people get in positions of power, and they think like, yeah. yo, and they don't like like their job any more than you do, exactly. but they got power. So they're like, I remember I used to walk into Best Buy like. I don't, I'd be like someone, a manager would come at me, but like just kind of disrespectful and mm-hmm. I'd be like, yo, I'll quit my job right now. Yeah, because a lot of managers in retail don't have management experience. Exactly. They're just there just long there. enough. Exactly. And they, they know it. So the company's just like, all right, well, this yeah. person's been there. Like right. seniority. Right. And it's like, yeah, but you don't really deserve it. You don't know how to talk to people. Yeah. You don't know how to like properly schedule. So you're not just screwing over the same person. You may not even realize it, but you're mm-hmm. just screwing over a person, giving them a closing shift. That's and a it closing sucks. That, I mean, it, it would be great if everyone can have like that experience of like going to cincinnati or right. like, going outside of miami just to see like something that they enjoy and they want to like pursue instead of just like yo i need this job and i think that's a big reason why like this is super left field but like this, that's a big reason why like companies like nike are like so like such a good company to work with because they're so caring about their employees yeah that, those companies know yeah. like the company culture is like yeah. above everything yeah. Yeah. i mean it's it's like a lifestyle that you're involved working for the company and like they will say even as like a uh, assistant manager, like a, a not so high position, they're still sending you out to freaking whatever you know retreat or whatever stuff they got going on. Right. It's, it's always about the interaction with people, you know, wanting them to work with you. So and Foot Lockers used to be like that too. Like yeah. you used to walk into a Foot Locker and those guys knew everything about yeah. every shoe and they were just like yeah. trying to help you like buy the best product possible. And now it's just like sales. They want to just like, can I help you? And you want socks with that? Yeah. <laughs> Throwing the and I accessories. Get it. And I get it. I mean, that's if I don't know if you know, but corporate, that's why it's called corporate. Because Matt, when he was working, all the corporate people would come in and be like, you got to sell socks. You're not meeting these insoles. It's oh, like, nobody wants that. that. So he was like, all right. Or he it was that. And also like when he had to tell, oh, they got him. That store got him. Mm. So that's why his it's name corporate is corporate got, got him. him. Nice. And that's why he's got like most funny. issues. This so dude, it's super dope. He was like, I remember he was like one of the first, first, first people to get a new era collab, mm-hmm. like on some left field when it was like impossible to, to get one. And and his logo is like next level. That block one, the block yeah. one, yeah, it's like super three D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I mean, was one of the. I think that's his original logo. I mean, this dude, yo, like this dude would do store events and like he would have Big Sean come and perform. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like I'm talking that about was back in the day when when Big Sean and Mike Posner would roll together. Yeah. Like, he would do events like that. He would have Wale, another person. That like I said, he knows everybody, and it's it's just a, that's a testament just to him, and yeah. like that's what I'm just trying to emulate. It's like he's just good people, yeah. and there's good energy, and you never know. Like everybody, everybody that I've met that knows him, like one of my one of my boys, is, um, JW Danklev. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, is. yeah, it's like one of my dogs. For real? Like he's tight with, with like all those Cincinnati dudes, and yeah. like 
you know, like he's an aw- another awesome dude that like, you know, we came up in the scene and now he's freaking like a freaking celebrity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's talked about man, Like he's talked, he, you know, it's people that kind of all get along. We're all in the same. Like if you're up there, it's because you're a nice guy. Yeah. If you're a prick, everybody's going to know and you're going to. F- right. You're going to fall out. You're not going to make it no. 10 years. No. And it's cool, too. Just like from the people that were there when I was there, like hanging out or just being part of it. I wouldn't I don't want to just say hanging out because stuff was happening. Just that energy, like there's people who have gone out from that circle and have done such great things and keep doing like really, really dope things, whether it's in their community specifically or have like gone out to like work for Adidas or something like that. That energy of seeing everybody trying to like do it, but also have the goal of the store in mind mm-hmm. right. is like what I like. Contagious. Did. Yeah, it's contagious. Nope. Like it was, there's so many people who were around that like, I'm not going to start name dropping because right. I'm going to forget people. Right. But it's like everybody who was around had something going on. And I was, you know, in college, you're sitting around, you're looking at that. You're like, dang, this is contagious. Yeah. This is like, I want to be, I want them to talk about me. Like I'm talking about them. Like this kid's like, this guy is out here. He came in, this is what he talked about wanting to do. And he's doing it. That's and that's kind of what you see for this store. Kind of yeah. building that environment for other yeah. people. Yeah. And like Coral Gables is so centrally located in Miami. Like it really is the middle. Yeah. So it, what what a better like what's a better hopping around point than Coral Gables? And I kind of want to you know just in a micro city, just Coral Gables itself be the hub for all of this. Like there is there never has been. It's not a matter of there isn't. There never has been a culture like this in Coral Gables at all. And I know for a fact that there's people who enjoy this um, this culture in Coral Gables. So especially on the mile, like yeah, it's been it's location. been the same stuff since the since it started. Yeah. So. I mean, I think we're seeing a kind of a changeover change happening right now and we'll see what happens from that. But it's, you know, it's, it's a good feeling like being in my backyard, essentially. Like nice. I can walk here from my house if I want to. Nice. And like just being a Gables kid and, and, and doing it like there's there's something to that, you know, living the dream, man. Yeah, for sure. So what do you do? You see yourself expanding or are you just focusing on? Um, Yeah, I mean, that's the goal. But I think right now it's like. I don't want to open. I think that happens a lot in Miami. Yeah. People want to like open, 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 and they spread themselves so thin. Like, why not just have one spot that everybody knows is your spot and like, or it's the spot. And like, you know, shoe gallery has been open for exactly. how long? How many yeah. shoe gallery stores are there? Right. One. And everybody knows years. it's a stable. Everybody knows what it is. Like they have downtown Miami or I mean, all of Miami really. But so it's like, why not do something, you know, like that? And, you know, the goal, obviously, is to get on Miracle Mile. We're, we're three blocks away, so if you're ever on Miracle Mile, you can definitely just walk here. Yeah, you don't right. have to complain that it's too hot. They got free trolleys, freebies, scooters. <laughs> I mean, if you need a trolley, yo, to get here, there's so many ways to get here. Lazy. Yeah, so <laughs> it may be hot out, but we're easy. We're really easy to get to. Um, we're right off Ponce, um, and yeah. So the goal is definitely to just to get over there at some point. But it also, I, I think, it's kind of cool being in the cut here, like. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I you, like you, you pull right up. Like, yeah. where else in Miami, Coral Gables, like parking on the miles? I was going to say, uh, yeah, that's why tough. it's a great location because right. you're not like on that crazy traffic of Miracle no, Mile. Just yeah. like, where else can you just pull up? 10 I feel feet? like there's been construction on Miracle Mile. And yeah, the, my, right my thing is, like, I always park here regardless of I'm going to the mile because right. I'm not trying to ha- handle all that no. like busyness all going on over there. So it's a matter of, you know, turning that, like, the fact, all right, we're not on the mile, but using that strength, like, to our advantage I mean, for you're sure. Literally, like, Two, two blocks. Feet away. Yeah, yeah like, I could throw a rock over there. Like it's, right. it really is that close. But you know, people here have that mindset. Like it's not a, it's not like New York or Chicago where it's a walking city where people just walk around all day. It's a driving town. So 
people think, oh, three blocks is, is kind of far to walk, but it really isn't at all. Uh-huh. I'll, walk, I'll walk to Geraldo. Like on a Friday night when Louis at the bar, like mm. I'll close up shop here and just walk over and just go spend some right. time there. Like it's that close. Nice, nice. But yeah, man. I mean, you got anything else you want to close? Um, if you mention wanna close, close. no, nah, just encourage everybody to come by. Um, I think I've, this is like my second podcast talking about it. We've had events. I think people oh, just got to know. Sorry, right before um, you mentioned happy hour events. Do you do what kind of happy, like what are the events that you do here besides? Or, or like when you right. do like a pop up for a brand and stuff like yeah. So we've had an art show. Ethan Punal, he's a artist, local kid. He's doing super sick stuff. He's just did some like stickers for Def Jam for Instagram. Like, oh wow! Yeah, he's blowing up. He had an art show here. We have different brands do stuff, and then the happy hours. Try to do it once or twice a month where it's just like it's not really sales related. Like it's mm-hmm. more of just like, like come, a networking. Yeah, thing? it's a networking. Like cool. just come meet cool that's people. Dope. Yeah. So that's like my last sales pitch closing thing is like. Don't ever feel kind of like a barrier that you can't come in, you can't walk in here. If you're in the area, just literally pass by. Like, nice. Don't feel pressure to buy anything. Just introduce yourself. I'll introduce me. Like you know, hopefully by you'll get to know me a little bit on here, and then who knows where it goes after that. Nice. We'll be we'll be stopping by the happy hour whenever we get booked. <laughs> <laughs> whenever we get booked out here in the Gables. Yeah. So maybe we'll be around here well, soon. We might come by. Pre-game. Yeah, pre-game, yeah, like back sure and forth. Yeah. We'll be going back and forth. Ah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Honestly, we always have beer. We always have water in the fridge. Like, you can just pop in and Not just literally man, sit man. down and have a good time, you know? Not even nah, it's man. definitely a dope vibe in here. And, I mean, we appreciate you letting us oh, do the podcast sure. in here. Oh, yeah. For sure. for sure, man. The next one is Under Sage. Ooh. <laughs> we need Under Sage on here. <laughs> under Siege, bro. Oh, Under Siege. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told you guys, I went to the best worst school in, in Nicaragua. <laughs> I'm super easel, but um, if you want to pitch your social media, you know, yeah, give, so us, give us everything. Instagram's at back and forth MIA. Um, our website's back and forth Miami.com and mine besiege 23. If you want to follow me, it's a lot of the same pictures that I'll post on the back and forth page, but there's some other stuff sprinkled in there. So, and nice. you got any, I know you had that collab that you just if you guys finished doing with, uh, the Basquiat. The yeah. Thing. So Basquiat Herschel collab we have in stock. Um, super dope, super, super, uh, dope pieces. Uh, we just got some new pieces from Barney Cools, end of the summer stuff. Their fall stuff will be coming in, but they're from Australia, so it's like beach vibes all year round. All so right. it's nice. good for here. Nice. Oh, man. So That's awesome, man. We're probably going to shop you. right now. <laughs> and then, uh, got to cop a few things, man. But, um, no, nah, man, we want to thank you for being a part of nah, the, the show. It. Thank, thank you, bro. Man. And, yeah, it's MI Radio. <laughs>